Okay, it's that time again, folks. It's time for movies, streaming, and everything in between. I'm Gary Tangway, along with my friend Giuliano. And it's going to be interesting today, Drew, because we are going to discuss the extinction of a word in our title. And the word is movies. And it is the word, and it is the actual event of a movie. And, um, you know, if I said, we've talked about this before. And if I said to my 10-year-old, you know, uh you know let's watch a movie she'd be like it should take frozen and that's it that's it exactly frozen that's funny you said that because that's what i would have said yeah yeah you know so uh, first i'll get your thoughts on that and then i'll just you know we'll we'll discuss it whether it's good or bad or not i have a lot of thoughts on this well what made me think about it was i saw or read something about some provocative statement that I kind of agreed with. I don't know. I didn't know if it was true, but a kid born today will never drive a car. And the thought behind that was in 16 years, we'll all have driverless cars. And I'm sure that's a desire for a lot of people, but I thought, well, that's a provocative statement. Interesting to think about, especially considering how much we all love to drive. Right. And it made me think that, and I'll say my own provocative statement, a kid born today might never utter the words, let's go to the movies. Those words will never come out of their mouth. Oh, there's no question. I mean, maybe a drive-in. I mean, there's a couple of drive-ins around that people just do for something to do, but it's not for the movie. Even then, they may not utter the word movies. Right. It's kind of like typewriter, right? Who says typewriter these days, other than Tom Hanks, who apparently still writes on a typewriter, but... You know, it literally could go out of fashion. And and I think it's interesting to examine why that's the case. And there's probably a lot of people out there who don't give a shit, right? And I understand that. They just go along with whatever society and culture brings them and they, they're happy. And right. I, I can imagine that's the case. I just find it fascinating because for the last hundred something years, movies are a huge part of our lives, Right. It's a huge part. It's you think entertainment. The first thing that comes to your mind is movies. So I just thought, you know, why is that? What's caused that to happen? And a lot of people say COVID. COVID just accelerated it. You know, two years of COVID probably took ten years off the movies. The same way it made people not go to the office and realized, hey, I can work from home. Right? That probably we were going in that direction, but we got there anyway faster because of COVID. Right. But I thought, you know, it's interesting to think about well, where the hell did he, the movies come from? Because when we think of movies, we all think you go to the theater, you buy a ticket, you sit inside, the movie shows, it's two hours long, you go home. And, and I think the two hours is the key thing there. It's a two-hour form of storytelling, right? Right. And, and that came about almost by happenstance, right? You know, the first movie, I don't know. 1895, but it's hard to say, but the first narrative probably was in 1909 or something like that, 1910. But they were all 15 minutes long back then because two things. Number one, a reel of film was 15 minutes long. It was 1,000 feet. It was about 15 minutes long. And they thought people can only sit still for 15 minutes. (laughs) Seriously, that's what they thought. And then the Italians started experimenting with film and they came up with something called Quo Vadis, big film, two hours long, very controversial. 
and they had to change reels, right? But people sat through it and they loved it and it changed. Birth of a Nation, D.W. Griffith came out, you know, a couple of years after that. And I, wanna, I don't want to get all film history on you, but that, that's where it all came from. And it worked for two reasons. Number one, people would sit through two hours. And by the way, we've learned since then that four is never going to fly in a theater because we can't do it. It's an intermission. We don't want to do that. Three right. is pushing it, right? So, so two hours, people sit through two hours. It's comfortable. And the business model worked because the exhibitors, the, the theater owners could show it five times in a day. Good business model. Right. Right. So the business model hasn't changed. This theaters and we'll sit through two hours and you can show five, five hours a day. But there's a new business model, as we know, because the name of our show is movies, streaming and everything in between. Well, that middle thing, streaming, has changed everything. And I think, I think the reason movies are on life support, not yet dead, but on life support, is two things. Better business model for us, the consumer, and technology. Because you and I talk about this all the time. We used to watch TV, right? Million dollar movie. You see the TV shows, Bonanza and all that crap, right? Alumbo, McMillan of Life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and there was a clear dividing line between movies and TV. Absolutely. TV was a lesser experience. Oh, yeah. TV actors, if you were a TV actor, you were a TV actor. That's it. And you never could move to film. No, no, no. It was a big deal when he was in a movie. But... You know, TV was okay. I'm in my house. It's a 19-inch screen. I can enjoy it, but it's not the movies. Oh, my God, it's not the movies. And now it's 65-inch. It's high def. You got a sound bar, there's good sound. And the content is now readily available. You don't have to wait. You wait for it the shows to come out, just like you waited for movies to come out. But you, you don't have to go at two o'clock in the afternoon right. or nine o'clock at night. It's right there on demand. That's the term they use. Well, I think that you're absolutely right. And the only example I can think of is maybe an avatar. Uh, I was speaking to a friend this morning. He said he wanted to, you know, he's a fan of avatar. He said, I have to see avatar in a movie theater. Yeah. Okay. That's one example. I have no desire to see avatar personally. No, uh, no. The Marvel movies, I at one point in time thought that you had to see those in a big theater. But I've seen them so many times in my own house on like 70 inches. It's like, eh, you know, do I need to go to a theater to see a new Marvel movie? And without Robert Downey Jr. and the rest of that original cast carrying the flag, I don't know if there's going to be a Marvel movie that I want to see. Maybe Black Panther, you know, maybe uh, the second installment of Black Panther, maybe. Maybe. Do you need to see a Do you need to see a Woody Allen movie in the theater? Well, no. And here's and this is going to be the exactly. question we have because here's the debate: Are we better off? If you don't like having to put your pants on <laughs> and a dumb coat and shoes and get in a car and go to the theater, yes, we're better off. See, I think it's more than that, though. I think the storytelling is better. I'll give an example. Well, we it's talk- true. I do think it's better, we- but that's because everybody shifted. That's correct. I mean, what you're saying is true, but I think it's for the better. I think 
I think that we, you know, we look at going to a movie and getting the popcorn and, you know, it was, we, it was the glory days, if you will. I mean, it's like, yeah. we're looking at it as an event. However, I went every week. Yeah. You went every week. Oh, I know. And it was something to look forward to and you get out of the house and you did it and maybe it was a date or what have you and so forth. Um, but I do think the storytelling's better. I think the storytelling today with what you get on streaming is better than what we had in the movies. Because they're not restricted to two hours. Boom. And boom. I'm going to, I'm going to, and, and this, because we talked about this, because at first you and I were like, you know, grumpy old men. Oh, geez, they don't make movies anymore. You know, we don't, there's no more Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Or there's no more, <laughs> you know, I mean, right? Or, yeah. um, you know, and, and I was thinking about this is that, uh, you know, the verdict. Right, David Mamet's, you know, screenplay. Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Right. I love that movie, but there's still sometimes there's a, because of the lack of technology and because of budget limited to editing and time and so forth. I think there's a couple of holes in the story, but I love Newman so much, and I love Milo so much, and I love James. What's his name? Who plays the evil attorney? Um, Mason. So uh, Mason. James Mason. You know, and I just, and, and Jack Warden, and it's just, and I love the, the fact that Boston is a character, and I love it so much, I let it go. If you took the verdict and made it eight episodes, oh, oh phenomenal. Yep. It would be like, you and I would be like, oh my God, did you see episode three last night? Well, listen, how many books did they try to adapt oh, to the screen, try to condense them down to two hours two hours and 15 minutes and you lost the essence of the book now you can expand the book right that's what they're doing and that's why it's better more choices content and here's the other thing about content you got to go back to the old studio system which started probably in the 20s it was very clear the studios made movies the distributors distributed the movies and by the way Every studio had a distribution arm. So sometimes they'd make the movie, but another studio's distribution arm would distribute it. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. To the exhibitors, the theaters. And it was very clear. There were clear lanes. You swam your lane. Right. Okay. And now Netflix and HBO started this, and Apple and Hulu and Disney, everybody's jumped in. Disney was a studio, is kind of still, they're the studios. They create the content. Oh, yeah. They have the, they have the distribution because they're in your house. You pay a subscription. They're in your damn house. And they're exhibitor. They're the exhibitor. Uh-oh. Studios have panicked because they don't know that, you know, they want to either get taken over by the Netflix or have Netflix take over, them take over Netflix. It's, it, but you, you, you can't compete. You have to join in. And that's oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, there's no doubt. Now, I do think, I do think it has helped the family unit in in this way, because uh, I know my kids. You know, they're on their phones and they watch their different things and YouTube and all that. But I have seen my wife and my daughter and my son, my two daughters and my son. They don't. Nobody likes what I watch. So I mean, I'm out. I, I don't matter. But um some of the, the things that my wife likes and that my daughter likes, my son will watch, uh, you know, Stranger Things. Uh, they will all watch together. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of like a throwback to, okay, Monday night, 8 o'clock, Gunsmoke's on, everybody's around the TV. It's an easier consensus 
than going to the movies. Because the movies, there were like, what, four movies, five movies, six movies right. in Cineplex. And now it's, it's it's an easier choice, I think. And it's also easier because your kids can be in their sweatpants and socks. You can stop the movie and they can go get the popcorn. It's, it's, it's a different entertainment experience. Right. right. And it's just stunning to me that something that was so ingrained in us, this movie thing, you know, and especially in the, like the thirties and forties before there was TV, it was well, I mean, Drew, the parents dating to that. They I mean, made... go to the seventies and eighties in the seventies, Godfather, you know, uh, and in the eighties, Goodfellas or fast times at Ridgemont high. And yeah, the ton of great stuff. I agree. But, but the now, pandemic, the pandemic really took the pandemic accelerated it. Accelerated. Exactly. That's what they did. And I think we're just used to it. When's the last time you uttered the words, hey, who wants to go to the movies? It's not going to happen. The, the, the words don't come out of your mouth. I went to see Top Gun in the movies because I had to. It wasn't streaming. I couldn't pay four ninety nine when it first came out to watch it on streaming. And it was the only place I could go. And, and the studios are trying to, they're trying to create these ones where people say, I have to go. And they've recently done it with that romantic comedy with George Clooney and Julia Roberts. Right. Because they're big names. I don't think it's going to work. It's not. Because it's going to come out in a few weeks. And so it's, it's kind of like the old thing. Remember the old thing? You, you'd, you'd see a movie come out and you'd see it and you go, you'd see it advertised and you go, yeah, I don't know if I want to go. And you tell your wife, I can wait for the video. I can wait for the DVD. I can wait for the right. VHS, right? You, you would literally make that choice. And that choice is made for you now. It's there. It's, you know, except for those rare things like Marvel movies and Top Gun, uh, which that business model works, but I don't think a theater company, I wouldn't invest in AMC. Let's put it that way. No, I don't know how they're still in business. I, I don't think they're going to be. I, I, it's funny. I predicted in 2010, last class I taught at BC, I said, guys, certainly in your lifetime, probably in the next 15 years, the theaters are going to be dead. I didn't think movies would be dead, but I thought the theater would be dead. And it's right. almost dead. Okay. Again, last gasps. And the movie's on its way. But movie's I don't miss, but, I, but when you say that though, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. It's just a phenomenon. It's interesting. It's, it's, it's just, it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's I like, like it, personally. When we first talked about it, I was like, oh, that's, well, no. I mean, would I rather invest in eight episodes of Succession and watch a two-hour movie? I'd rather watch the eight-hour version. You know, I think, the problem, I think the problem that streaming has is, or not episodic, whatever we want to call it, episodic content. How about that? Episodic Perfect. content, right? Like Shameless. I loved Shameless. It was around too long. Yeah. It was around too long. So that's what you have now is, you know, guys like Scott Franco, I'm doing one, I'm going to do one. You know, that's it. I'll do one and that's it. We're done. Long term. And that's the way to do it. Queen's Gambit, could, Queen's Gambit could not have been a two-hour movie. No way. Not possible. And look what that opened up for us. And that's what we have. So the choices are great. I just think, like the typewriter, that the movies is just going to go oh, away. Out. Yeah, I agree. And, I, and, I, 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 and how many times do you, you, you say to your wife, what do you want to watch tonight? Right. How often does 
your wife or significant other or spouse or whoever it is say, I want to watch a movie. Like specifically, I want to watch a movie. Not, my wife says, well, let's see what's on. And so you go to whatever it is. We go to Prime. We go to Netflix. Yeah, we go Netflix, to Apple, well, And you, you go. go through that endless well, list of stuff. Even this. And now you just go, you know, Queen's Gambit. You know, well, your flight yeah. attendant. Well, exactly. Uh, whatever, you, you, you if know. you know what you want, it's even easier. You take, pick up the road and say, so you just do it. But the so, one thing, the challenge I have, I'm sorry, did I cut you off? No, no, go ahead. The, the challenge that I have and what I want the industry to respond with is comedy. Because well, we've talked about this, is that that's know, the I'm, one thing that hasn't survived this. It hasn't. And I think that's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. What are they showing instead? They're showing those hour-long comedians, you know, Sebastian Maniscalco, whatever his oh, name sure. is. Sure, yeah. I mean, Tom, yeah, yeah, Segura, yeah, Bill, which is Bill great. Burr. It's yeah. great, but you could still do that, but, you know. But that's I, not the comedy like, you know, The In-Laws, Midnight Run, you know, well, I'm, I'm, Men, as we talked I, I mean, about. Even talk, I'm, I'm like talking about, forget about the movie part, right? I mean, I, let's talk about, con- I just say content. Because that's what I'm going I'm to refer to as content, whether it's a comedic movie or whether it's a comedic series. Like if you took a great comedy like Midnight Run, um, you know, I don't know if it would be episodic. Maybe you would do four episodes. I don't know. You know, maybe you do four or five episodes. I think comedy is shorter form. It's shorter form. But maybe, you, yeah, you know, maybe you do four half hour episodes or maybe you do five. five or, or, you do it, or you do a movie. And or people do a movie, it but, like, OK, I'm going to watch this story. I don't mind a two hour movie, a two hour story. I'm fine. It's in a, in a way, if you think about as you get older, or even if you're younger and you just only have a certain amount of time, two hours is a nice thing, right? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so yeah. I think it can survive, but as a predominant form of storytelling, no. Right. No, right. But the comedy thing, they got to fix it because, you know, I, and I and I got on like YouTube. You start going down YouTube, and that's where the theory is that YouTube has replaced comedy because you get to see billions of people do funny things like a billion people each do one funny thing so they go and they laugh but like you know there's larry david and even he's i love him but like lately he's been hit or miss uh you know i'll still my my kids will watch friends i'll still watch a friends episode and go that's funny why can't you know the comiskey method i liked i just haven't seen anything comedic that has done it you know like i love succession i love that i love the stuff that's on streaming the flight attendant the first season i love um you know ted lasso maybe but is ted lasso a comedy interesting no it's a mixed genre and maybe that's it maybe that's it it's so you know maybe yeah but we'll miss look we think about anchorman think all the funny movies lately you know and they just don't do it anymore no no and that's something that i believe that the the marketplace is missing yeah, but it's going to be streaming. It's not. I'm not going to go to the movies. Oh yeah, I mean, I it's won't not go. Be a movie, I won't go I'm, to see it. Yeah, well, yeah. See, I'm. Um, that's that's. Not, I'm talking about just in my house. Well, exactly. I, you know, I think I go they have to fill that gap. That gap that, of comedy. The content producers, Netflix, Prime, Hulu, all those guys have to do it. I mean, what's what's the Steve Martin Martin short thing? You know, the Murders in the Building is the Murders only the one. Building. That's good. That's really good. That's funny. It's smart. It's really yeah. smart, and it's funny. Yeah. My, now that's an example. My wife and my my daughter and my son love to watch that together. We watch that as a family. They go, "Oh, let's watch Murders in a Building." You know, yeah, that's an example. But you know, there's nothing unless I'm missing something. I just 
And they, I think that they've tried. Sometimes they try. They've tried. Go, but it just hasn't clicked where, um, you know, where the, there was such a great run in the 70s and 80s from, for situation comedies. I mean, like, I'll even watch a Seinfeld rerun and still laugh my ass off. Yeah. You know? Well, I watched The Honeymooners, so that'll show you what I think is funny. One of these days, Alice. Oh, my yeah. God. Hey, yeah. Ralphie baby. Locale pizza, Drew. Yeah, locale pizza. Um, right, I don't know. I just it it just struck me when I heard that term or that that you know that prediction that kids born today won't drive a car. I thought, yeah, they won't watch movies either, or no, or if they do, they won't call them movies. Well, sometimes there are kids that probably shouldn't drive cars, but the 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 idea of a car being driverless still scares the hell out of me. Uh, my son yeah. and I were in a we rented a Tesla on a road trip. He goes. Why don't you do the automatic pilot? I said, nope, no way. No, nope. that's going to be their big problem is people trusting technology because let's be honest, we don't trust technology. Would you get in a driverless car? No. Yeah, me neither. I couldn't do it. No, not at all. But that's the prediction. And it, I don't think it's necessarily going to come true. The movies one, I think is going to come true. I think that term is going to go out of fashion. And the two-hour form of storytelling probably won't. We just won't call it a movie because – and then think of even what the term means. Movie is short for moving pictures. Like it was so radical back then right. that we had moving pictures. You know, the the first big show was, you know, The Great Train Robbery in 19-whatever. Right, The Bicycle Fifteen, and, and people ran out of the theater because there were people up on the screen firing guns. They didn't know what to do because if you think about it, there was no – screen entertainment anywhere certainly not in the home and then all of a sudden in this building you're seeing this stuff going what the hell moving pictures it was radical now we take it for granted but you know i the two-hour form will survive but it 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 won't be strictly two hours because you don't have the multiple showing aspect that the exhibitor has to live by it can be an hour and a half it can be three hours or you break it down and it's long form and it's six hours, you know? Anyway, this is how my mind works here. So. <laughs> uh, Drew, it has been awesome. That is another edition of Screen Time, movie streaming and everything in between with Drew Yano and Gary Tangway. I got to uh, leave now. I'm going to the movies. I'm gonna... <laughs> Have a good time. Not going to the movies. <laughs> 